Good evening, everybody. This is Ron with Mike and Ron Tell It All. Tonight, we're discussing how often do legal protests turn into riots? We're going to go way back on this, too. Um, maybe not before 1968, the Democratic Convention in Chicago. Um, it started out in Chicago 8, but it ended up in Chicago 7. And uh, we'll give you a little detail on that. Um, but right now, um, in today's world, uh, it, it seems like a lot of these demonstrations and protests and all that do end up in riots. Uh, what are your thoughts about that, Mike? Well, you know, Ron, the way I look at it is like there's a lot of groups out there who support rioting if they're done wrong, all right, which I really don't think that's appropriate to do you know uh you don't see you don't see other people doing such a thing but you know whether it's involving a reverend or or you know a political aspect person you, you just don't start riots or get people to hate each other you just don't do things like that not in America. This country's coming yeah. to a hell in a handbasket, if you will. Everybody hates each other, practically. Meaning that if you went back a year, maybe even three, people used to help each other in this country. Didn't matter if you were black, white, yellow, pink, or purple. Everyone helped each other. But within the last two years or so that's all come to an end that's what i've witnessed with my own six eyes okay it seems like a lot of hatred out there it, um, it does there are, other things too. Uh, there are rumors going around that um uh they're very rich they both like billionaires uh some of them may be paying people to protest and things like that Maybe even paying them to get the uh, protests out of hand, you see. So um, uh, there's a lot going on out there, Mike. Uh, can I give you a little history on this uh, uh, Chicago 7? Please do. The floor is all yours. Okay. Um, back in, in 1968, um, at the Democratic uh, National Convention in Chicago, um, these were the people, the leaders that were arrested and things like that and their groups. Um, along with hundreds of other people were arrested, but these were the leaders. Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin of the International Party. Um, they called them the Yippies from YIP, the International Party. They were the Yippies, not the Yippies, but the Yippies. Um, and then we had um, Tom, Tom Hansen, um Students for a Democratic Society, or SDS. And then we had Bobby Steele of the Black Panthers. And you know, it's uh, unusual, but at that time, um, Bobby Steele was the only African-American in that group. Uh, it has since grown to be predominantly African-American, if they're even around anymore. Uh, we know of a famous movie out now uh, that makes millions and millions of dollars called Black Panther, maybe even billions, but uh, that uh, has no association to that group, of course. 
Now, then there was David um, Bellinger and Rennie Davis of the National um, Mobilization Committee to End the Vietnam War. And uh, they were known as MOB, M-O-B-E, short for mobilization. Anyway, um, uh, they were up for trial, too. Uh, there was Lee Weiner, I think it's pronounced Weiner, not Weiner, but I'll say Lee Weiner. Um, I don't know what group he was with, but all these faced charges uh, for allegedly <clears throat> using uh, stink bombs to disrupt the National Convention, Democratic National Convention. Um, it's just a little more to say on that. <clears throat> and that would be this, um, that the judge in that trial, which lasted from September 24th, 1969, uh, to February 18th, 1970, the judge's name was Julius Hoffman, and he seemed not to be impartial uh, toward the defendants, um, sticking mostly to the... Uh, pre-trial requests of the prosecution, all right, and um, and granting very little to the defense counsel. Um, he was, he, in other words, he was partial uh, to the prosecution and even hostile to the defense. So um, the Chicago 7 didn't figure that they had a fair trial. I don't know who was excused from that. I don't have the history on that, but mm-hmm. uh, it was to start out in Chicago 8 and end up in Chicago 7. Um, but it's a very interesting thing uh, how people were um, tried and convicted and things like that back then. But it, it, it was something that got out of hand, Mike. Do you have any examples of these um, protests getting out of hand? I can only remember one in 1964 where in downtown Miami that they they rioted and uh, that they had to call in the fire department, police department. I'm not sure if the National Guard was involved or not, but it was unbelievably out of hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And today, because of uh, the uh, killings of um, uh, different people, especially particular races, uh, there are riots going on. Um, just, I don't know how many a year. It's just record numbers anymore. You can't even keep up with all of this. Uh, but um, this is happening on and on and on. Um, what can possibly be the solution to this? I mean, should they make all gatherings of uh, uh, people to file to gather? And, and so that they can uh, have the police there beforehand and the fire department and everybody else on hand, uh, just in case. Well, the side, crowd. Well, what do you think? That's the way it looks, Ron. That's the way it's headed. You know? You know? But the question is, will that even stop the rioters? Mm-hmm. Who knows that answer? I don't know it, and I don't think you know it. Well, personally, if our listeners really want to more information on all this, <clears throat> there are hundreds of things on um, what they do, how um, 
you don't even have to uh, notify uh, the law or anybody in advance that you're going to have a gathering and things like that. What's legal? Uh, if there's limited sizes of crowds here and there, um, you can find a lot of things online, a lot of good information on. Uh, well, Ron, as I know uh, it for a fact that you have to have a permit to even have protests or a picket. But I will say for a fact that once the picket or protest gets out of hand, of course, that's when the authorities are called in. And mm -hmm. also, your First Amendment rights can be taken away from you because you can only go so far with your First Amendment rights. Okay, for instance, if there was a shot, like there was at the airport, okay, there's a shot, okay, then everybody's First Amendment rights goes out the window. The gloves come off, I believe, as they call it in wrestling. So, so with that being said, your First Amendment rights are semi-labeled. Um, right. Did you know that not all these protests are registered, and they really don't have to be? But we do have a right to picket and to speak out and do this and that. That's right. That's right. It's it true. falls within your First Amendment rights, but that can be taken away from you, like I said before. If if there's an idiot in the crowd and they fire a gun, it that First Amendment for anybody within that crowd is history. Right. We have a right, the old saying is we have a right to speak out on almost anything we want to, but we're not allowed to yell fire in a theater when there's no fire. Uh, to cause a, uh, a panic. You see Cor what I mean? Correct. Uh, lying, is, is, lying is not a First Amendment right, okay? Um, in any case, especially that type of lie, you know, to yell that there's an emergency when there really isn't to cause a panic or something like that. Exactly. Um, but uh, there are cases where you can have uh, big crowds and mm -hmm. uh, really not have to uh, register that. And uh, in other cases, though, um, there are laws in certain municipalities where they want you to register it, and they even want you to put up uh, uh, money in advance uh, that they hold just in case there's damage in other words, that they can use towards the damages. Correct. And I guess back if everything went peacefully and nothing got damaged. You see? That's correct. Uh, there's just so many things online about that. Um, I would say if our listeners want to look it up, it's just totally interesting and just really too much to report right here. Um, take us a couple of days to report everything that we know. Uh, what, what's the most disturbing um, gathering that you know about that turned into a riot uh, lately? Uh, what's most disturbing to you? Well, I have to roll back time a little bit, okay? And I would have to go, unfortunately, with the George Floyd murder, okay? Yeah. All right, and the rioting outside the um, the White House. It happened, yeah. Um, in many states, there were riots, yes. Yeah. I have so to agree with that. So, so I believe, my opinion is, that it got blown way out of hand. 
Well, I'm not sure uh, what I would come up with at this time to avoid, uh, avoid, uh, you know, uh, disturbances like that and uh, riots and all that. But on any gathering that starts to get large, don't you think the police should be called out right away and the fire departments? And if it gets too large, the National Guard, it looks like it's getting too bad. Uh, shouldn't they always be on the ready? You would think that, right? You would think that, but uh, in some cases, uh, people don't have the common sense that God gave the common dog. Uh, but uh, the, the people that um, would have to control these riots or have the responsibility to control them, uh, they should see in advance uh, what just the event that might cause a riot, right? That's right. And uh, have everything in the ready. You can't be blind to this. Well, has, you have to understand. If you wait till you're you're blinded by this, as your as your statement is, then you gotta go through all this red tape, trying to get it done, trying to get the military there in time or the authorities, you know, and it just doesn't happen like one, two, three. Some people think it does. It doesn't. Right. Well, perhaps in a future podcast, Mike, we can discuss uh, ways that, uh, are there ways that uh, um, too much damage can be averted when these protests into riots. You see? I'm sure. We'll bring it up on we'll bring it up on future podcasts, Ron. Okay. Uh, that would be a future broadcast. If there's any idea, uh, any ideas that our listeners have, um, I hope you'll write in. I hope you'll comment. Well, That's about all I've got tonight, Mike. Well, with that being said, Ron, it's time to wrap it on up. So with that being said, on behalf of Ron and myself, I want you to take care of yourself. God bless each and every one of you. Stay safe. We're out of here. Good night. Good night, everybody. God bless.